0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, May 25th, 2021. A Widow Wednesday. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Rogue One, at Gary Widow. Good morning. How are you? I'm excellent, Gary. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to go. You know, Barrett, obviously, he was getting ready. He had to stop us. We were in the middle of the podcast that i being live because we we're over here talking about a different world and all of its different <laughs> tangential relations. I was, it was really things. just
1: a joke because you guys were talking about something that had nothing to do with game news, and I was like, "Guys, yeah, we're but burning that's how rain we do podcasts. the show." Well, but that's
2: also what we talk about it's on what this what podcast. Do so we, we do, do this all the time. We get into these really fascinating conversations, and someone has to remind us, like, "This is gold. Save it. Save it for the podcast. Don't leave it, you know, backstage." So yeah, yeah. yeah Vanity Fair just posted a, an oral history. Of a different world, which is a, a, a sitcom that I imagine is predates most of our listeners, but it does not predate 100%. me. And I imagine you you remember it as well, don't you, Greg?
0: I I was obsessed with The Cosby Show growing up, and then into The Different World because of it. Obviously, as we were yeah. just talking about the spin-off. they send Denise over there, but then Lisa Bonet doesn't actually want to do it, so she bounces, but they keep the show going. Right, come on, that was just, a show. I just over remember, remember having Bad. that
2: really banging uh,
0: opening theme song.
2: It's a different. It's a world. different world. Where you, the come, where you come from? from. Come
0: yeah, on. I'll tell you what, and that's the thing is obviously, of course, uh, you know, uh, uh, Bill Cosby is a complete fucking dirtbag and deserves a rot in jail. Uh, but like, it also sucks uh, on a very small, minor part because I was so into. Indul- I have such an insane amount of knowledge. From watching reruns of a Cosby show in a different world that I would love to talk about all the time. But now you don't even talk about it because of course I guess you can't watch the
2: Cosby show. I I you know, we all grew up on the Cosby show. I guess you can't watch I don't I don't think they even run it anymore, right? They just pulled it off all the syndication. You can't watch it anymore, even if they did. But a different world, thank God they're for a different world because you can watch that. I guess I guess that's
0: unsullied. I guess so. Yeah, there was, you know, again, like Denise got out, of, or not Denise, uh, 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 Lisa Bonet, right? She got out of it so quickly, like you don't have to worry about it or whatever. I digress. This yeah. isn't about that. Let's, we have so much video game news you to know, talk about. Of, we the, probably the should do our usual. There's a lot
2: of video game news popping off. I do, so I bet, you, Gary.
0: Though, if you want to do a, uh, if you want to do a different world a review, I will go through and watch every episode and rank them with you. I will absolutely do that with you, but we have to, right. we have to do
2: a full rendition. Remember when I made uh, Kevin sing the whole? Uh, a song from Cats when we did Screen yes. Cats. Oh, God. Of course. We yeah, are going to yeah, have yeah. to do the Different World theme tune. It's sure. yeah, we can
0: make a shot for shot remake I, of the opening. You know to go you with it. Absolutely Don't worry. Do I wasn't
1: that. in the studio that day. I think because I was back home in Cleveland, and I it was one of those days where I was like. I'm kind of glad that I'm not in the office today. <laughs> 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 I just drove oh by no. your
2: old office today. It's kind of weird to go by there and not see the uh, kind of funny smiley face in the window. I know, right now, is. if someone's Lee in there, there now? I wonder, like yeah, maybe I still- they just like someone? Someone's just living in there. Is the, living in there. Two as weeks house, ago,
0: they still had a four lease four sign up when I drove by. When okay. I okay, all right, my, so you uh, get uh, get final shot. But enough about that. Lots of video game news to talk about. Let's talk about the fact that we're seeing Horizon, Forbidden West this week, that there are more pre-E3 events than you can shake a controller at, and that Valve might be making a Steam handheld. We'll talk about all this and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news need know about. If you like that, be part of the show at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can write in with your questions. You can write in with your concerns. You can ride in with whatever it is you want to maybe squat up, maybe you, you know, want to play video games with people, maybe you just want to hang out. No matter what, on patreon.com slash kinda funny games, you can get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games daily ad-free, along with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday. You'd also get the next gen podcast, you'd also get to maybe to be a Patreon producer, you'd also get a whole bunch of different bonuses and things and write in and be part of the Games Cast and all that jazz. But if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You could watch us record the show live on twitch.tv/slash kind of funny games, just like BL Pentertainment, BL. BL Pentertainment and and Mr. Rampage and Billy the Pizza are. Uh, If you're watching live, of course, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Housekeeping there's a brand new PSI love you xoxo live right now it's me it's blessing it's barrett and we're making a playstation 5 time capsule to open in seven years we ask the future our uh, future versions of ourselves uh, a bunch of burning playstation questions we want answered have amazing discussions about it and of course talk about all things playstation for the week except for the for horizon stuff that they posted like 30 minutes after we posted the episode why Jack-asses. why seven years uh, I was going with basically the life cycle of the PlayStation 4. Yeah, that's that's what I figured. And what
2: goes in the title? Are you making predictions to so you can go back? It's, and I mean, it's predictions look back and it's on.
0: questions. Yeah, it's predictions and questions and you know, like things like that. Hopes, dreams, fears. We called it something like that. You know, get in there, see what's up. What, about, oh, what we... no,
2: give me a preview. Like what's, what's, what's one will, of the hopes, dreams, what what's what developer have?
0: will have made the best uh, PlayStation 5 game by the time we get there? Uh, what, certain features, you know, will they have come to the PlayStation 5? What will the redesigns have looked like? Things like that. This it's all spurred uh, by this idea of like looking back at. Uh, now, PlayStation Four, but more the launch version of the PlayStation Four, or early last year when we started PS. I love you up again, and we played on PS Three, going back through the quality of life the stuff that is either completely absent from the PlayStation Three, or was added and still isn't enough. Right. So, like, let to me think about let, at the end of a console generation what it's going to look like. I'm sorry, Gary, wait let me ahead.
2: let me put you on let me put you on the spot with a with a version of one of those questions. Let me ask you this: Seven years from now, what do you think the percentage chance is that the best game? Of the PlayStation Five generation was made by a developer other than Naughty Dog, Insomniac, or Santa Monica Studio. Zero? Zero?
0: I am definitely coming from I'm one of those three I'm But that—that that was a question we asked on the show, <laughs> where uh was okay. like, "Do you mean first party or third party?" And I was like, "Do you think there's a difference?" And so we had a conversation going around. Of course, Barrett came out swinging with Atlas. I don't want to spoil the show. There's a great conversation. Look at that. Gary tries to pin me no, down. It it's is. I mean, I'm. I'm, I'm
2: I don't even like the PlayStation that much, but I'm getting drawn in. This is what you're doing, Greg. I understand.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, PS, I love you. XOXO is available right now on YouTube.com slash kind podcast services around the globe. No matter where you get it, please like, subscribe, share, and leave a review. Thank you to our Patreon producers of kind of funny games daily, Blackjack and Tom Bach. Today, we're brought to you by Purple Mattress, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be. The Roper Report. Um, for some news. Eight items on the Roper Report.
3: Up big <laughs>
0: <dozen. laughs>
2: Barron got so excited he fell into a black hole. Apparently, what he's, he's was playing, that? I think mean, he's
0: playing in the gates with him, and it's, it was yeah. good. Was I, like, I, good. I, only I you guys
1: that. can hear that. <laughs> the, the 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 Twitch kids can hear actually hear what I do. Oh really? Yeah, because okay. it's dis- it's yeah. Discord fucking with the. Uh... Well, what what are they hearing? Because I heard you just like disappear into nothingness.
3: Oh,
1: yeah, Discord Discord fucks with the gating. Okay, yeah.
0: Number one on the Roper Report, ladies and gentlemen, Horizon Forbidden West information is coming this week. We go to the PlayStation blog where it is written. Nearly 11 months ago, we showed you the very first glimpse of, Her- glimpse of Horizon Forbidden West during the PlayStation 5 showcase, and now we're excited to share show, show more. I need water. I've been drinking coffee all day. This Thursday, May 27, join us for a special journey into new and uncharted lands. Uncharted, you say? That was me doing the Uncharted. Uh, Starting at 9 a.m. Pacific time, please tune in at your leisure for a uniquely crafted countdown towards the main state of play event, which starts at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Again, back to to Greg, paying attention there. At 9 a.m., they're starting some kind of pre-show countdown that'll go for hours leading into Horizon Forbidden West at 2 p.m. Pacific. Interesting to see what that'll be. Uh, During this state of play, we will debut the Horizon Forbidden West gameplay reveal. In this 20-minute exclusive segment, you'll be seeing about 14 minutes of brand-new in-game action featuring a heroic protagonist, Aloy, all captured directly on PlayStation 5. This reveal has been a true team effort, and we're very excited to show you what we have in store. Whether you've been with us and Aloy since Horizon Zero Dawn, or are only just getting to know this incredible world, we want to share this huge milestone with you, and cannot wait to see your favorite moments and reactions. Please join us on Twitch or YouTube at 9 a.m. Pacific for the special State of Play pre-show, and at 2 p.m. Pacific uh, for the Horizon Forbidden West gameplay reveal. We are excited to see you! there. Gary, are you excited to see them? Uh my wife in particular is
2: very excited about Horizon Forbidden West because she loved Horizon Zero Dawn. She played it to bits. She she finished the game, she did all the DLC. Uh and so I know that she's excited about this next one. And I I enjoyed it as well just vicariously. I kind of sat on the couch and like said, "Look out for that dinosaur while, you know, she played the game." Yeah, um but true. you know, when you watch someone playing a game, you're kinda you're not really playing it, but you're experiencing it at least, right? You get to experience the story oh, sure. yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know, and uh you know, sometimes we you know, like I'll help her like solve puzzles or whatever, and you know, it's a collaborative experience. And it's I'm looking forward to to again like the first one, like experiencing it with her. She'll have the controller, but we'll both be experiencing it. There's you guys a play a lot of I'm games
0: that way. I think it's really cute.
2: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. There's a, there's a couple of things that I um uh uh I'm looking forward to here. The first game obviously was terrific. So more of more of that, please. We we love Aloy. She's terrific. Um, we want more of that world. It's all very fun uh terrific terrific game top tier triple a quadruple a how many how many a what's the there's most number of you a's you can have 50 i'm going to get 50 a's it's a 50, 50 a, a 50 a game. studio
0: gorilla everybody so
2: we're excited about a 50 a, and uh, the next 50 a game i think we are now starting to finally get to a point where the playstation 5 is mature enough that we're going to start to see these dedicated let me ask you is there is, there's going to be a playstation 4 version as well right it's not a PlayStation Correct, yeah. 5 this is a cross general right? thing but I having but even with that, I think we are now getting to the point where the where these games are really getting properly optimized for the PlayStation 5, rather than, you know, these kind of these little crossovers or the you know, like Last of Us Part Two, God of War, 60 frame per second patches. It's nice to see those. Uh, but they really are just optimizations of PlayStation 4 games. I kind of feel like we're starting to see now the first true you know, like Ratchet and Clank's coming out soon. This, you know, this Ratchet this is I think is yeah.
0: Returning yeah, Ratchet, you're you know, starting the, to see what the this
2: stuff thing that can they're do. doing with the rifts and jumping through those. Like you, you, you can feel like yeah, the PlayStation Four couldn't have done that. So I'm excited to see like what true next gen. You know, next gen's been here for a little while. You know, it's current gen now. But I'm excited. I feel like we're just starting to see the beginnings of what that generation's truly oh, yeah, capable 100%. of as developers really get to grips with it. In terms of like the state and play and stuff like that, I, I, I have a weird. Attitude towards some like that you know how, like some people go on like there are some people who watch like every trailer right and they absorb everything they can and there are other people that go on full blackout right they don't want anything spoiled like for the next big movie or the next big video game they complete they meet all the hashtags they don't watch any trailers they don't watch any of these preview contents they want to go in completely cold I'm somewhere kind of in the middle I'll watch a trailer and I'll watch little little thing if you got like a nice little curated sizzle reel for me I'll watch that but like what I hate and what I never watch is when they say like oh here's the first 20 minutes of the game i don't want to watch that when when i I want my first exposure to the first 20 minutes of the game to be when i play it because otherwise i feel like when i eventually play i'm like oh yeah i remember all this shit from when they showed it to me a year ago in that video i want to i want to come to it relatively fresh leah doesn't like to watch trailers at all she it's not that she wants to go on blackout she just doesn't care she's like i'll play it when it comes out so I'll, i'll probably watch it i'll probably watch a little bit of it but we're just excited for the game to come out basically
0: now, a few things to, before we get in more discussion on this. Over in the twitch.tv slash Games chat, Crown Prince says, it being Horizon, Horizon was a well-polished double-A game, and for that, he is timed out. I'm sorry. You will have to sit on the sidelines because we can't have that.
1: But more We're importantly, to run! the discussion... Where, it, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I have my own thing with... Uh, I, I, Horizon, Zero Dawn was just not for me, and I accept that. I'm well, just Greg's kidding. making a face. But you understand the quality of it. Like it wasn't for you, sure. Uh, there's yeah. lots of games
0: that aren't for Greg Miller. There are, man- yeah, there are many, yeah, yeah. There are many
1: games just... and movies that I admire, but I don't enjoy outside them. Of, I, exactly. nothing wrong with that. O- outside of fighting the dinosaurs, it was it, it felt like a like a open world I had seen before. So or, and not not in like actual world, but like gameplay wise and structure. So I put like ten hours into it and I was like, you know what? I'm not feeling this, and then I played Breath of the Wild. Oh
0: yeah, totally but fine. Not to trying to your about the I'm sorry,
2: what was that? it's not trying to yuck your yums he's no he's, he's
1: not I, I just started i just i was just poking the bear at first you know it's yeah, well this and this is a fun ban over here
0: for uh, crown prince whoever is modding feel free to unban him on our uh, time out or whatever we're just having some fun here on the show That's what we do here this is first kind of funny games daily this ain't your daddy's video game news show all right where they hang out and they all go good job daddy and they slap you on the ass all right we have some fun around here all right we throw carrots at each other once in a while
1: did they Back put to a release date on, on
0: forbidden west yet Thank you, Gary Wooda That is the thing. Uh, for Horizon Forbidden West is uh, apparently, supposedly, this year. Now, I don't say okay. supposedly in the same way I say God of War Ragnarok's this year, because we all know God of War Ragnarok ain't coming out this year. But they did say Horizon Forbidden West is a uh, 2021 game. So the question then becomes, Gary, do you think Horizon Forbidden West really comes out this year. I went to Twitter earlier this morning and put this up when I was preparing the document on Twitter.com/slash game over. Greggy, uh, does Horizon Forbidden West really come out this year? Fifty-three uh, percent say yes, twenty-eight percent no, and then eighteen percent just wanted to see the results. Uh, so
2: what? Um, well, let me ask. Let me, let me let me answer a question with a question. If yeah. not Forbidden West, what is Sony's big holiday fourth quarter,
0: you know, flagship game? Uh, it's Sony totally it again have. with PlayStation Four that they don't need it. They don't need it. They're, I mean, the PlayStation Four went years before it had a big holiday uh, game ready to They go. might not like, need
2: it, but it's but they typically do. It typically is a big game around the end of the year, right?
0: I mean, his, usually we know, we know, what happens is usually has, shut we the know fuck up if you're going to ask the question. You're going to listen to the results.
2: And we know Xbox has Halo, which is big.
0: Yeah. Again, do they have
1: Halo? Yeah. <laughs> Is well, Halo really coming out?
2: They can't fuck that up. They, it, it's going to come out. If a Halo
1: comes out, will it actually be as big as we want it to be? That's another big question.
2: Anyways. I mean, we talk about this a lot on the X-Cast, how it's not, um, you know, it, 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 for Microsoft's sake... Halo Infinite can't be anything less than extraordinarily good. It's the 20th anniversary. It's their big opportunity to bring in like a whole new audience to the. They talk, to the go, up Halo's go. go listen to X-Class. Go listen to, we, we talk about it over there. To this point, Forbi- to this my point, my prediction, Gary. Forbidden West, I think it will come out at Christmas. I think it will come out for Christmas. Like you'll well, see that, it in like see- October
0: that I have I feel we're gonna get some answers here because that was my whole thing again on the PS I love you XOXO. that's live right now we have this conversation very similar to this but without the information of uh, state of play where I was like listen is it really coming out this year I could see it I could not see it if they're gonna do it they have to do to state of play uh, in July I was thinking they're gonna try to get past ratchet and clank hype and go there however they're going before which makes me think yeah maybe it is further along maybe it is ready for 2021 maybe they have it where they want it to be right and so then there's a bunch of different conversations about when it's coming Uh, and Gary of course you like oh sony has to have a big holiday game remember how it worked last year and how it often works for sony but last year in particular right summertime was both the last of us and ghost of tsushima like they put those out uh, during the summer and you know actually avoiding the third party bloodbath that is the actual summer ho- or um, the actual holiday months or whatever uh however uh we are being joined right now by the co-host of ps i love you xo blessing adio yay join yeah. how are you yeah. Blessing? I'm doing good. I'm just here
4: uh, just to say that we shouldn't let Gary Witta take away content from PS I Love You XOXO where we had this exact same conversation. So everybody go check out that episode <laughs> of PS I Love You. Stop having this conversation here. You're taking content away from that podcast. I was trying to news turn this news into an Xbox this. discussion. And then new I realized what well, I was doing anything. and I pulled myself back. We know as much as we, did, as we do today that we did yesterday. Bless, do you the want me to mute fall game is going to be episodes.
1: I'll do it. I'll do it.
4: The big game for fall is going to be Deathloop. Maybe Horizon Zero or Horizon Forbidden West, but that remains to be seen. We'll know Thursday probably. Did oh, so you just wake up by the way? Is not Deathloop multi-platform yeah, now?
1: <laughs> no, no Deathloop is a PlayStation <laughs> exclusive for a year. Oh, okay. Uh, I do think it's coming to PC. It's console exclusive to PlayStation for a year, I should say. Um, I, my counterpoint to blessing, I, I doubt. Wait, PlayStation if that's the case, why? If that's
2: the case, why did Mike and Paris spend like half an hour talking about it on the Xcast last week?
1: Because it's rad. Because it, because it looks fucking dope. <laughs> <laughs> Because it'll come to Xbox eventually, Gary.
0: That's right. Keep your eye Dan on the horizon. Excel. Dan XL writes to the patreon.com slash games and says, Is it possible that we see Horizon Forbidden West launch sometime this summer? Here's why I think so. The Ghost of Tsushima State of Play happened on May 14th of last year, and the game launched approximately two months later in July. The Last of Us Part 2's State of Play happened on May 27th, and the game launched a month later in June. We just got a ratchet say to play three weeks ago and the game is slated for June. Think about it. If the game was far away from releasing, why not just roll the gameplay reveal into whatever Sony is doing later in the summer, which I would presume is going to be their biggest event of the year. Recently, it seems Sony has been releasing their biggest games in the summer away from the holiday mess that is October through December. Since we have yet to see gameplay, I don't think uh, we'll see Horizon in the next two months, but my prediction is we get a Horizon release date of September, which still falls in summer as long as it's before the 22nd. Thoughts? Dan I think it's a good I think you make a good point you make a compelling argument and it is a I still I still think it could easily go hey everybody here's the 20 minute state of play on Horizon Forbidden West and then we're we're so excited but we need more time they say that at the end we've shown you where we are we've shown you what we're doing but covid work from home etc we're not there this is going to be a you know 2022 game maybe they say first quarter 20 i don't think they'd go that far but again maybe they say nothing at all about the date maybe it comes out maybe they give you the date i can see anything happening on thursday
2: i think you'll i think you'll see it this year i think you'll see it for fourth quarter i think you'll see it for the holiday season don't forget play sony did have a big fourth quarter game last year they had miles morales with the playstation 5
0: sure but that was a launch game and i'm not and I'm, i'm not trying to shit on your argument i'm just thinking that was something you had to have for launch up your sleeve i think i think honestly if if Horizon is set for this year, I think September makes sense, and I think September's when it hits.
2: I mean, look, Halo is Halo's coming out this this holiday. I think you, you you can you can take that to the bank. Uh, again, not that, you're right. Sony's so far ahead; they don't they could probably not bother and just like go on vacation early and just let and just let people you know still you know gnash their teeth and and uh, get annoyed about not being able to even buy a PlayStation right because sure. i mean you can't even buy a playstation so what's the point of having games but they but i, but I think they will do it. They, it it's just not a good look halo on one side and sony over here going uh Bubsy remastered collection now come on you got to come correct give us a proper game give us a proper game for christmas horizon Forbidden proper West games, is gary. a proper
0: game if you want proper games gary maybe number two will do something for you there's don't a Bubsy remastered collection though wait, one who i said don't rule out Bubsy
2: remastered collection <laughs>
0: number two on the road report sonic the hedgehog has an event incoming uh today sonic the hedgehog tweeted about sonic central may 27th that's right same day as horizon and believe it or not not the last event we'll talk about that day may 27th at 9 a.m pacific uh tune in for the first look at some of our upcoming projects partnerships and events to celebrate sonic's 30th anniversary uh ladies and gentlemen please welcome one of the biggest sonic fans at kind of funny Co host of PSI Love You XOXO, blessing Adioye Jr. Blessing, Gary, you both are big Sonic fans. You both uh, dressed up in leotards where I could see your private parts when you saw the Sonic movie. Uh, blessing and Gary, take it away. We did it. I, we did well, it. Now you
2: got me thinking about that photograph. It's going to take me a minute to, to get that out of my head
0: yeah, we can't show it on Twitch. It's that graphic of a photo you guys put it up was on Twitter. very we, we should have pixelated it to be honest. should have done some things. should have done something I
4: I'm, I'm, and now that we're way past that, I feel like now's the right time to bring up that I was told that picture was gonna be cropped when it was uploaded. I was told that we're just going we were just gonna <laughs> <We'll>, post yeah, <laughs> yeah were I was told we're gonna po- I was told we're gonna post from our torsos up. and then I saw on Twitter that it was posted. and I was like, oh, you can nobody. see everything. <laughs> Inferno Torio. Here's says what I know, like chat, I don't I, Nobody said it was gonna be cropped. I was gonna uh, say Somebody I said it was gonna be he cropped. Said, he said zoomed in. He said zoom in. Which That's, is the which means one, cropped. To, That's the, the same other thing. Like, the only no, thing that I, let you off the was, hook
2: there was that, that Kevin's Doctor Robotnik was so good, everyone was more focused on
4: that i you as somebody who
0: was not in the room package. or I think in the office that day. I was not focused on the robot. That, <laughs> <one. laughs> that was honestly to be fair, I'm very proud it.
4: of my package. And so it's
2: not a thing. I just want to say this. To be fair, it can get cold in that office.
4: Yeah, Thank you. Okay. And that's what yeah. I was. That's what I wanted <laughs> I, to say. I but was I was, I remember, it's usually I, I pretty remember...
1: warm in that office, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely... No, it was, February. It was, it was February. it was never it was cold. cold I, don't I don't care. I don't care, because I look good. Help
4: you. I'm trying to help you guys out. Come on. I'm looking I, forward I, to I the Sonic gonna event.
1: Gonna so
4: it... I, I hope you get a new Sonic game. I think it's time. I really hope it's Sonic Mania 2. I don't think it'll be Sonic Mania 2, but I think that could be the best thing that... That, that would be the best thing that they could announce. Is it, I think it's... is it... Sorry, Blessing, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, go for it, go for it. Is it actually the 30th anniversary of Sonic this year? Yes. I don't think they're they're but, about they're it. Not, but
2: they're not doing. Are they doing like a whole year of Sonic? Is it a year-round celebration? Because I'm not aware of anything. Seen I was in an. This is where, they're, this is where they're announcing it. This is the yeah, first think, look of our
0: upcoming projects, partnerships, and events to celebrate. They put out. They put out this announcement, and then, Barrett, if you want to go, they put out a fun uh, like nostalgia trailer for Sonic mm. that, I, that that it, it hit for me as I, somebody who I, was a. You Genesis You know what upsets kid.
1: me is that Sonic is getting more celebration for its thirtieth uh, than Zelda is getting for its thirty-fifth right now, and it fucking hurts. I mean, it's probably because, because you know, Sonic understands it.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say Sega understands how to take care of IP, whereas Nintendo. I don't. kind of feel I mean, like Sagan Sonic
1: Sagan I, I really understand don't. Greg's argument. Blessing. Do you want to? Re- do you want to repeat what you said for the chat?
4: That Sonic is more popular than than Zelda. Okay. There's a Sonic movie. There's not a Zelda movie.
1: Okay. Fucking nailed it. There's gonna you be, know be know two I mean? Sonic movies. Now, yeah. And the Sonic movie is really good too. There's been the Sonic those, movie there's there's movie is a banger. Few
2: is a stone cold banger. Guys, I've been He's
1: not. He's not. He's not on the show anymore. I'm sorry.
2: Here's here's the thing. I kind of feel like, and I mean this, I mean this in the most complimentary way. I kind of feel like Sonic at this point is the video game equivalent of Mickey Mouse. And what I mean by that is Mickey Mouse is an icon, right? But he's retired, he doesn't do anything anymore. When's the last time you saw a Mickey Mouse movie? Right. Like, or Mickey Mouse cartoon. Like, yeah, I know there's like some, some stuff on the Disney channel, but Mickey Mouse isn't really out there putting out like major content. He's long. He's sitting. He's sitting on a beach earning 20 percent somewhere and not like he doesn't need to make movies anymore. Everyone knows Mickey Mouse because he's so iconic. Kind of sure. same with Sonic. Everyone, oh, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. Right. But like, when was the last time there was a Sonic game you actually gave a shit about? Sonic years Media. ago. Yeah, which, which, was, which was just a repackage of all the old games. It's yes. all nostalgia. Sonic is, Sonic is great. He sells pillowcases and lunchbox, and the movie was really good. But the, the irony of Sonic is the weakest, weakest part of the Sonic universe is actually the fucking video games. Everything else is great. I love Sonic the character. Movie's good. Love, love all the merch. 30 years of Sonic. Let's celebrate it. Lots of, lots of happy memories. But come on, the, the Sonic games are never that good. We, look, this, is the dirty, this is the dirty secret that nobody wants to admit, that we talk about like in hushed tones, in dark corners. The Sonic games aren't
1: that good.
4: Man, I don't know, Let's man. A lot of things are point. being said right now, and I feel I feel like they're being said <laughs> without taking a lot into consideration. Sonic Mania, it was more than a repackage of old Sonic games. It had a lot of new content in it, new music, and a lot of new stuff. Uh, it what, like, a lot, of, a lot of the levels were returning levels from the classic games, uh, but I think that's part of what, ma- what makes it special, right? Like, Sonic is tied to nostalgia in the same way that a lot of Mario games tend to harken back to old Mario games. Like, Mario Odyssey had a whole level that was inspired by the, by the original Donkey Kong game. Uh, and so, like, I... I think doing a Sonic Mania 2 would be a dope-ass thing to do. I think what they'll probably announce maybe would be a new 3D Sonic. And 3D Sonic is the place where they stumble a lot. Sonic mm-hmm. the, the 2D Sonic games tend to be consistently good. 3D Sonic games, every once in a while, we'll get a great one. Every once in a while, we'll get a Sonic Generation. It's, it's just such we'll a mixed a Sonic bag. Colors.
2: Maybe, that's, maybe that's what makes it interesting. You never know what you're going to get. Like, there are some classic Sonic games, some really good ones. There's a bunch <clears> that are just, like, okay. And there are some truly, truly terrible ones, right? Oh, we yeah. remember Sonic on the Xbox 360 and absolute fucking disaster so you just that's why sonic's so unpredictable like he, he, the next the next sonic game could be a banger it could be a seven out of ten or it could be a car crash and that's that's i guess that's kind of what keeps
4: us on our toes that's kind of the, that's you never know what you're going to do next that's the excitement of it i think we'll get uh we'll get some sort of repackaged sonic game uh i think it'll be sonic colors because there was that rumor of sonic colors being rated. uh oh yeah i remember that yeah, so I think we'll get a re-released version of that, and maybe a tease for a new 3D Sonic game. That's my prediction. All right, thank
2: you. What listening. do you, for What do you want out? What would you want out of a new Sonic game? Do you, would you like them uh, to to roll the dice on 3D? There's a good 3D Sonic game that could be made. They just haven't. They don't seem to know. Would or would you yeah. rather play it safely in 2D?
4: That's the thing. Is they skate by by half half-assing 3D Sonic and. I think it's the thing where they realize that a three D Sonic game doesn't have to be a masterpiece to sell. They can they can put out a seven out of ten, a six out of ten, and they'll they'll still see the returns on it. And so if anything I would prefer for them to just put out another sonic mania because that at least guarantees quality or put out a new a, a new 2d sonic game um if not then yeah I would want them to put out a 3d Sonic game but then also try like that's my big thing is like hey try to make a good Sonic at least try to try to make it a good game uh because they don't like that's I think that that's that that's where it kind of comes down in terms of what we've got now of Sonic forces and sonic uh uh I forget the, sonic boom you know like all those ones like they're terrible because they don't it seems like they don't have any motivation or any um uh, reason to like go out there and create a masterpiece because people are going to buy a Sonic game anyways I like I just got a text
2: from my wife. Uh, she says, "I liked blessing before that Zelda comment.
4: Damn. Yeah yeah <laughs> that's why <laughs> I wanted I think Zelda is better than Sonic. I think Zelda is the better franchise than Sonic, but if we're talking talking popularity, Here. I would say yeah, not Sonic wrong. Is- I, Sonic no. is more popular yeah, than I mean, Zelda. you're not
2: exactly going out on a limb by saying Zelda is better than Sonic, are you? Like, who's going to disagree with you on that yeah. one?
4: Yeah, but I'm like, I'm. these are both factual statements. Sonic is more popular
1: than Zelda. What, like, what do you even mean? Like, the, it, the whole recognizing of, like, oh, like, if he yes. puts... Yeah. No, dude. You... Okay. All right i mean here's the thing it's a you, meme you, that people you, you don't know his name to, is weak
2: right now go to google trends and look at the past 12 everywhere. months sonic dominates i'm, not, I'm not having that i'm not having that i'm throwing that back in blessing's face sonic mm-hmm. more popular than zelda yes as, no i'm not having it i'm not having how it.
4: why so why so i want the argument give me the because, statistics like, If you,
2: if I mean, I I don't have like I don't have the fucking fact sheet in front of me, but like anecdotally, I'll tell you this: go to your local Target, go to your local Walmart, you will see fucking Zelda like Triforce merchandise everywhere. And I mean, I I don't see more. What what is what is the the metric
0: here? I don't know. I mean, we're talking about popularity and pop culture, like I and I I understand. Like, if if we can all have one second, like Greg, talk let an adult step Mm. into the room, right? Where I'm saying, like, I understand the sector we're in where we see a Triforce tattoo, and we're like, ah, that's fucking rad, man, and we see, like, blah, blah, But, like, it's exactly what we're saying. I, you, I, I, I tweeted out the video today about the Sonic nostalgia, right? And somebody responded, like, oh, man, I was just at the park with my kids, and it was so, one of them was running, another kid in another group was running, I was like, I'm going fast like Sonic. Like, Sonic is still super relevant as a oh, cartoon, yeah. as a movie, as a whatever, in a way Zelda just isn't. It, Listen, Zelda's a great video game.
2: All all credit to the Sony marketing department. They did a great job over the last 30 years, or however long it's been, that Sonic's been around. Well, mm-hmm. I guess it is. Between- about 30th anniversary of, of getting Sonic like Sonic is woven into the pop culture fabric of our lives. Right. There's no you can't it's there's nothing we can do about it now. He's just there. Right. Sonic exists. The, again, the pillowcases, the lunchboxes, the you know, Sonic, Sonic O's cereal, whatever. Like it's all there. He's 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 there. All I'm saying is. And, that, and, 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 good, and good for the marketers. They, they've, they've done their job. All I'm saying is we're here to talk about video games. And if you yeah. want to talk about Zelda versus Sonic as, as, as core video game franchise, no comparison. Zelda, absolute banger. The last, the last true Zelda game, Breath of the Wild. But you're changing the, best the argument game. now. That one wasn't the game. Game. That was different, different argument That just came out a few years ago. When was the last truly good Sonic
0: game? I don't
3: see. Is, you're you're, you're saying these are factual blames, things. You're I don't. That doesn't argument though.
0: Zelda is, is better than Sonic thing out here <laughs> trying to get himself out of the hole he dug himself in.
4: <laughs> I'm
3: not in a
2: hole. I'm on a fucking mountain. I'm on a mountain of truth. I'm on a hill. <laughs> look look the at facts. Google Translate yourself. <laughs> you don't have a
1: response. Hey, uh, I I also put in just Zelda and Zelda. Now just put in Sonic. Yeah. Now just put in Sonic. Yeah. You coward. I'll, I'll do it.
0: Fuck. <laughs> here you go. Thanks, yeah. thanks For proving my point yet again. I like, guarantee
2: you, all, right, all, all of we our come, our come off the bench Sonic game, and is a son Sonic games. Not,
4: you're right. You're, a, you're absolutely right. I'm not. I'm not talking about quality here. I'm talking. About, I'm talking about just pure popularity. Sonic is more popular than Zelda. There's
2: yeah, Sonic, Sonic movies and, and Sonic cartoons Sonic merchandise. Of like son- just because something's popular doesn't mean
0: it's any good. Oh, I agree. I
1: agree.
0: We're moving on. Everybody out. Everybody out. All right. We're moving on with the show. God damn! Here's a palate cleanser for you. I have no idea what the fuck this means, but it I made me laugh. In the chat, Cool Six Seventy Two said, "Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is my toddler's favorite show." Hot dog, hot dog, hot niggity dog. Oh yeah, hot niggity
2: dog. Yeah, my kid used to love Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Uh, yeah, my little sister. Your kids gonna on Mickey
0: Mouse Clubhouse. Is that what Mickey says now? Does he say? Yeah, you it? know. So they
2: yeah. might. I think so they might be giants that did that uh, theme. So they might be giants or someone like that. It's really good.
1: Oh.
0: All right. Uh, number three on the Roper Report. Yes, it's another May 27th event. Uh, Dying Light 2 has its own event incoming. I'm reading the game spot synopsis. After a week of cryptic tweets on social media, Techland has finally announced that more Dying Light 2 info will be revealed during an online Twitch stream on May 27th at noon Pacific. First announced back in 2018, Dying Light 2 is Techland's follow up to the popular open world zombie survival game from 2015. While we had an extensive look, uh, while we had extensive look, looks at the game back at E3 2019 the sequel has been notably absent for nearly two years but now we can expect to hear and see more from the exclusive game this week so if you're keeping track as we already said 9 a.m pacific time may 27th sonic central now noon, Dying Light 2. Then at uh, 2 p.m., uh, Horizon Forbidden West, all on May 27th, the new pre-E3 day. Uh, we now welcome to the show Dying Light 2's biggest fan, Blessing, Eddie Oh Junior.
4: my
1: god, Blessing.
4: So I got this in the mail, right? I opened up in the mail, I got a, a poster, and they gave me an, uh, one of them UV lights. And it was sure. the coolest shit ever. I don't really care about Dying Light that much. I played it nice last year. I was I like, I asked to you to stick kid.
0: around just because I thought it'd be funny. If, you were the <laughs> expert in three stories. <laughs>
4: How exciting is E3, though? right like this is gonna be B J bernardo
0: writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says hi y'all does the lack of information heading into this e3 schedule and the event itself get you more or less excited or get you more excited or more worried for e3 oh this is a real question i was asking blessing uh are you worried that indie games will not get their chance to shine since we have no time dedicated to them like no kind of funny game showcase thanks bj uh bj's question comes in obviously hot on the t- hey the tail of these uh three stories then at, at number four on the report actually is ign announcing the ign expo we're delighted to announce the ign expo an exclusive showcase as part of ign summer of gaming uh the expo will return on june 11th at 1 p.m pacific uh ign expo 2021 will bring together new game reveals never before seen gameplay and announcements you won't hear from anyone else we'll also be partnering with jeff Keighley's kickoff live bringing you more information about the biggest announcements from the june 10th world premiere showcase gary all these announcements starting to hit, and they're, hey, this is happening, and that's happening, blah, blah, blah. When you look at this and you see people just talking as IGN here, right? Okay, IGN Expo is happening June 11th, going to have a bunch of stuff. Are you excited, or are you worried for E3 and the E3 timeline and everything happening around it? I
2: think I've said before, I don't really care about E3. I'm not that bothered. I could do I, Honestly, I could do without it. If, if there wasn't one, I, I, I don't really feel like I'd be missing out on much.
0: Fair enough. Uh, to BJ's question. No, I'm not worried about any of this. And granted, uh, you know, full disclosure, I'm hosting the actual E3 thing. So obviously I'm having private conversations about schedules and stuff like that. But I know there had been a, uh, 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 an underlying current of like, man, E3 is uh, coming up so quickly and we don't know what the schedule is for it anyway. But as you see with everybody else rolling out their teases, it's the same way. IGN's teasing their event. Keely was just teasing his event. E3's been teasing their event. Like, I think you're going to see real quick, probably boom, everything starts solidifying as to, into what it's going to be. So, in terms of, am I excited or more worried about E3? And I'm taking E3, not just the show, but E3 and everything around it. No, I'm super excited to see that. IGN's got their own exclusives. Keely's got his own exclusives. We have three events we're talking about right now that are going to be talking about what's going on with their games, let alone what's happening at the actual E3 thing. And then the second part of your question, BJ, in terms, terms of are uh, uh, worried about Indies. No, uh, you say there's no kind of funny game showcase this year, which is true. But again, the Gorilla Collective is back. We worked with them last year on the Gorilla Collective, which was all about indie games. This year, they're doing it on their own, I think, because we had to go worry about E3, E3. uh, or, And actually, I, they're just doing it on their own. I don't even remember if we how what, what conversations Tim was having with them. But we want you to watch the Gorilla Collective because, obviously, Justin and everybody there is amazing. So there'll be indie stuff there. There'll be indie stuff, I'm sure, peppered throughout E3, these IGN Expos. The, you know, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if State of Play in the future had stuff in there. Indies will be taken care of, I think, in a way that will serve them just fine. You know, Gay?
2: What happened to to the kind of funny showcases? You're not going to do those anymore. I used to like those. Oh,
0: thank you. Uh, It's not that we won't do them or anything's ever off the table. I think it was, you know, we did the first one because PSX went away and we wanted to fill that gap. And then when we were leading up to that, the last, what, E3 2019, right? Uh, We did one there because, yeah, we wanted to give uh, Indies a place to shine because we had done it before. And then for e uh, did I fuck that up? Last year was the Gorilla Collective. Yeah, last year we did the Gorilla Collective thing because there was no E3, and the, the Gorilla Collective was kind of us saying we weren't going to do it. But they were like, "Do you want? We don't really want to host it. Do you want to do that?" And we merged them together. And then this year, with hosting the real E3, like there was just so much going on over there that I think it was, took mind share away from it. Let alone the stuff kind of funny's working on. Yeah, on a fair enough.
2: I do think that is something that might be lost a little bit by the virtualization of this year's E3. Is that like one of the nice things about the in-person ones is when you go there. You know, you can you you can choose to walk away from the big, loud, you know, Sony, Nintendo, EA, Activision, Ubisoft booths, right, and and go and go go to the outer rim, right? Go to the go to the remote, the far outer reaches room. of the convention hall, <laughs> sure, yeah. and find like the you know, the the cool little the hidden gems and the little indie favorites. That's what I always like. Uh, doing and I don't know what's the digital version of that. It sounds like IGN might be. It doesn't sound like E3 is going to make much of an effort to promote indie games um, this year in, in terms You're of ready? whatever You're virtual ready? events they're putting on. So again, it's up to the IGNs and the Keelys or whoever else of the, I don't know. Does Keely really care about indie games? I know, he usually does the big ones, right? But some, somebody needs somebody needs to be putting putting the spotlight on indie game developers at this at these kind of events. Again, yeah, so like, call big it out. Like, don't forget the, the don't. Guerrilla
0: Collective is happening. Like the Guerrilla Co- Collective is happening this year, which it, it is. Uh, I forget what they're how many days are. Due i'm trying to get it over here because i know they've announced already i just haven't but yeah Gorilla collective too. guerrilla collective is a digital games festival to reveal fresh announcements trailers gameplay and more bringing together some of the hottest developers and publishers around the world uh it'll be june 5th and the 12th starting at 8 a.m uh and they and they're doing very much like what Ah, uh, we did for uh, the kind of funny game showcase where you can go here and you. I think now it's probably closed, but they say sign up and stuff like that. Like, there is a, there is an avenue for it. When we did the showcase, it was because we didn't see there was one, and I think this year with especially as many delays as happened, I was gonna. I think you will see indies at E3. I think you're definitely gonna see E3 or uh, indies at IGN's expo. I think you'll definitely see uh, Keeley not not padding out doesn't sound right but filling in the gaps if he's going to be doing an actual stream and having stuff on there let alone the pc gaming showcase and yada 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 like there's so many different avenues for it but in terms of the kind of funny game showcase that will come back i'm sure one day one day we'll do it and i also think it might be super beneficial to do it not around in e3 not around uh maybe back around a a, a game awards or something like that good okay everybody's happy we're moving on you
2: can, you can, you can, you can uh, interpret my silence as agreement.
0: Thank you very much, Gary. I appreciate that silence. I don't get enough <laughs> of it from you, sometimes. <laughs> Number five on the Rope Report. Uh, CD Projekt is waiting on Sony to reinstate Cyberpunk on the PlayStation Store. Ooh. We go to VGC where Tom Ivan writes. CD Projekt has said it is still awaiting Sony's approval to bring Cyberpunk 2077 back to the PlayStation Store. Over five months after the platform holder delisted the game. Uh, following three delays the highly anticipated rpg released in december 2020 with a host of technical problems most notably on playstation 4 and xbox one resulting in the title being pulled from the playstation store a week after its release at the time cd project pledged to improve the title with future patches it said uh, march 2021's 1.2 update included over 500 improvements but also said customers not wanting to keep the game could opt for a refund during a shareholder meeting on Tuesday, CD Projekt Red, I'm sorry, CD Project Management was asked to provide an update on the progress of its discussions with Sony and when these talks might conclude the topic was not on the agenda for the meeting but president and joint ceo adam Kaczynski chose to answer the question quote unfortunately i have no new information in this regard he said through a translator we are still in discussions and with every patch the game gets better and there is visible progress but as we said in the as we said the decision is in an exclusive decision of sony we so so we are waiting for the information about the fact that they took the decision to bring the game back I didn't miss any words there. Until then, I am not able to tell you anything. That's a. It's through a translator. As we said, the decision is an exclusive decision of Sony, so we are waiting for the information about the fact that they took the decision to bring back the game. So basically, the paraphrase was enough, (laughs) but they put the quote in there. That's that's the the kind of
2: sentence I used to write when I was a games journalist. I got paid by the word. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well you know what it's not the, language is rarely a direct one-to-one translation i wonder if this went through a, something else uh cyberpunk's absence from the sony's digital storefront was possibly hurting sales across all platforms uh, the other ceo said asked to provide an updated sales forecast for the game he didn't offer a figure but said sales would be heavily impacted by two major factors the game's ps5 and xbox series X/S release in the second half of the year and its return to the playstation store gary I know yeah. you're this is probably under a Gary don't care kind of thing, but can no, you not believe, necessarily? You believe Cyberpunk still isn't on the PlayStation Store? I you know
2: it, 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 it this you know it's a terrible situation for, for, for everyone involved with it, but for outside observers, it's just the gift that keeps on giving in terms of the news cycle. Right, it's like <laughs> new Cyberpunk. It's like a is practically like a like an like a like an ARG soap opera. At this point, like the, sure. the game, the, like the game itself is what it is. But it's it, outside in the real world, it's developing all these headlines. It's always, there's always like a new development in the in the like this is happening, that's happening. Like it's gonna get it, t- it got taken off the store now. When is it coming back? Uh, you know, I I do think there is a way back, a, vi- a very viable of way back for Cyberpunk on the PlayStation store, and that's the PS5 version. I, I again, I'm not an expert. I I I don't know what kind of state the PS4 uh, slash PS4 Pro version is in right now we know that was really the big issue it wasn't viable at launch i again if they if they can get the playstation 4 and playstation 4 pro versions to a point where they're truly viable and they're actually okay yeah this is actually good now and sony's satisfied to put it back in the store i'll be delighted because i want i would love all the millions of playstation 4 gamers out there to be able to play and enjoy it the way it's meant to be enjoyed i'll also be very surprised because as i've said before i think i don't think they should have done Current gen versions. I think they should have waited a year and launched and launched it this year as a next gen exclusive, and then they and they could have avoided all of this. Uh, But they were greedy; they wanted to make their money right away, and you know, you know, they got what they got what they deserved. Uh, So play. I think I think it will definitely come back on the you know the PlayStation Five and Series X versions of the game are, are are can potentially be a new start. Right, a fresh start for cyberpunk i i don't know what future there is for the current Gint versions i'm sure they're working their hardest to get them up to some point of viability but i i don't know if they'll ever really get there playstation yeah, think, 5 for sure the others i don't know
0: i think so much of you know this the decisions in playstation's hands i think playstation knows what they're doing and it's still them punishing the uh, cd project for putting them in this into this uh, uh position because you know obviously tom ivan's trying to give a quick recap and get to the news on it but remember it's so much deeper than Oh, well, there was problems, so Sony offered refunds. It was no. When everything went to shit, or CD Projekt was like, listen, if you want a refund, talk to the platform holders. And PlayStation was like, motherfucker, we don't do refunds. And so they got so many requests, like, fine, we'll refund it, and the game's off the fucking store. And I think that there is still that sour grapes and anger there even though uh what a couple months ago in in an article they had talked about they they had a good relationship with playstation i think playstation is still very much like you're in the penalty box and we will pull you out when we feel you've been punished enough as i think you talk about in the statement down here right of like talking about uh the they can't forecast the sales because they can't sell on playstation so what's going to go on with it i think it's still a lot of politics going on on top of the game maybe not running great on playstation 4
2: but, I mean, it's still, it's still remarkable when you think about it. Like, the, one of the most hyped and anticipated games in many, many years, and probably the biggest game release for last year, was such a train wreck. It got pulled from the biggest digital game store in the world. I mean, I, I, no, sorry, forget about Steam, biggest console digital game store mm-hmm. in the world. That's, it's just stunning. So even, even like all these months later, to think about it, that's something that actually happened. It's stunning.
0: Well, you know what else is stunning? patreon.com slash kind of funny games of course you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games to support us and say hey i love it when you all argue for an entire show this show has an energy and i like it uh but you can also go there to be part of it with your questions comments concerns your squad up requests you can get the show ad free you can get the show with the exclusive post show but of course this is all to tell you to go there and get the version ad free because you didn't go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games jack so here's tim gettys to tell you about our sponsor
3: This episode is brought to you by Purple. As the world becomes increasingly uncomfortable, we're all looking for as much comfort as we can get in. I know that's true, and that's why I love my Purple pillow. Purple makes mattresses, but they make pillows too, and the pillow is my favorite thing because it never gets too warm. You never need to flip it to the cold side of the pillow because both sides are the cold side of the pillow. It's fantastic, the technology. I don't understand it. Purple is comfort reinvented. Only Purple has the grid, a stretchy gel material that's amazingly supportive for your back and legs while cushioning your shoulders and hips Uh, and that's the thing Joey she's been living this life on this mattress this beautiful purple mattress feeling so good because of this grid and I've been using the pillow and I love it so much Uh, because of how it's designed the grid doesn't trap air air actually circulates and flows through it so you never overheat and I love that Uh, the grid bounces back as you move and shift unlike memory foam which remembers everything that's why memory foam has craters and divots here it's exactly what you want it to be Uh, right now you can try out purple mattress risk free with free shipping and return terms financing is available too purple really is comfort for an uncomfortable world right now you can get 10% off any order of $200 or more go to purple.com/games10 and use promo code games10 that's purple.com/games10 promo code games10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more purple.com/games10 promo code games10 terms apply i love purple really
0: I love purple, really. Thanks, Tim.
3: Uh, Number six
0: on the Roper Report. Depending on who you ask, Ubisoft has either done jack shit or gotten better about the harassment we talked about last year. We're going to gamesindustry.biz where Jeffrey Russo writes. Today, Ubisoft's CEO, Yves Guillemot, uh, has released a statement sharing insight into the changes the publisher has made since it faced a wave of accusations concerning abuse, harassment, and toxicity last year. The Assassin's Creed firm faced multiple allegations, both concerning individual individual members of the staff, including managers and executives, and the broader company culture. Although the publisher has announced various changes to its internal structure over the past year, French publication Le Telegram uh, reported last week that these have had minimal impact. Now, Guimont has uh, released a statement on the matter in which he wrote, quote, We have engaged in a company-wide effort to listen, learn, and build a roadmap for a better Ubisoft for all, end quote. The publisher has created several channels which employees can report misconduct with guaranteed anonymity. These reports will be reviewed and handled by an independent external partner. Uh, The reports of misconduct from last summer led to a series of investigations that resulted in company-wide training, disciplinary sanctions, and dismissals. More than 14,000 employees have taken part in the assessments, uh, such as anonymous questionnaires, and 2,000 take part in focus groups and listening sessions. Ubisoft also worked with Accentuate, uh, no, 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 Accenture uh, to review its global HR organization's policies and procedures in depth. These efforts have led to a new, code, a new code of fair conduct. Guimont shared that it will be mandatory for all team members to sign the new code of conduct once it's published in June. Alongside the changes made, new executive-level appointments were shared as well, such as Anika Grant being named Chief People Officer and Lidwine Sauer uh, being appointed as Head of Workplace Culture last summer. In addition, Rashi uh, Sika was hired as Vice President of Global Diversity and Inclusion, and Lisa Opie was appointed as Managing Director at Ubisoft Reflections and Leamington Studios. Uh, Enclosure! Guimont wrote, quote, considerable progress has been made, and we will continue to do hard work with the ambition of becoming an exemplary workplace in the tech industry. Uh, The teams at Ubisoft continue to impress me with their engagement on this journey. Management, myself included, have a responsibility to act as role models and be exemplary for our teams. I'm melting today. I don't know why my tongue doesn't work. (laughs) Uh, I want to stress my personal commitment to continue to improve our workplace culture and create real, lasting, and positive change at Ubisoft. Now, of course, Gary, uh, you know, uh, Jeffrey's article for Games Industry Up is piggybacking off of all this stuff from uh, last week's uh, Telegram thing. And Rebecca Valentine over at IGN had compiled a whole bunch of stuff, bringing in Kotaku and this and blah, blah. blah. And that one that they did last week was very much painting the picture of. A lot of the people who were named as assholes are still in positions of power here. So that's where the whole nothing has changed thing has happened. If you didn't have that backstory to it, I think that's what forced Yves Gilmour's hand to write this whole thing. So again, it's one of those, well, this still sounds fucked up. (laughs) The fact that they've convinced him to come off the bench to make this statement and his thing is a little bit of just like, hey, we appointed these people, we did this thing. We're not on the inside. We don't know what's happening. Nobody should have to work in a shitty fucking toxic environment.
2: I think, you know, I think, we all would do well to kind of retain a, a healthy skepticism when we read these statements, because there's a, you know, it's what you say and what you do. Right. I, some of the, some of the stories that came out uh, of that Ubisoft reporting, when the floodgates opened and there was a whole, you know, it's like one, like one person says something, and then suddenly like a bunch of people follow. Oh yeah. That happened to me too or whatever. It all comes out. Um And I remember reading some of that stuff and yeah, it was, it was horrifying. There's a truly clearly a truly toxic Uh, culture at Ubisoft that needed to be kind of rooted out. Um and when this happens to big companies and it threatens their bottom line, because again, that's all they care about is their money. Um they have to do something and they have to be seen to be doing something. But it's in that order. And I think they often get it the other way around. Or they they all they care about is being seen to be doing something. And they do and they, you know, and, and they have their CEO or whatever kind of come out and look very contrite and issue a very uh, you know, sincere-sounding mayor Culper, and They talk about all these initiatives. We're we're listening. We're learning. We're launching these new things. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. But it's all words. Like they've got to back it up with action. And it's unfortunate that we see this over and over again, Greg. Uh, they, there's a big flashy rollout of like some initiative there's a big apology and then a year later you hear more stories and nothing's actually changed because all because all they really do they, they need to do something in the moment but then these companies i think they just secretly just hope that it's all going to blow over and a lot of times things go back to the way that they were and certain people in high positions you know they always tend to get uh protective and they just keep doing what they're doing people kind of apologizing for them and and covering their tracks and it's unfortunate I don't know if that's what's happening at Ubisoft. I just know there's. I think I think we've all I've, we've all now learned to take these kind of statements, these very carefully worded, you know, crisis PR managed, uh, uh, you know, focus group statements with a pinch of salt, because it doesn't matter what you say. What it what what matters is what you do. And we've seen too many times now these statements that aren't backed up uh, with action. And uh, I guess we'll we'll wait and see again this time.
0: And that's the biggest thing is like you, you're nailing it that. The action of putting out this statement wasn't done because, hey, let's follow up with everybody. It was done because last week, a whole bunch of different reports. I'm over at IGN.com where I was talking about Rebecca Valentine. I'm just going to read. She has an update, obviously, with this stuff and the statement in here. But the original story, I want to just give you the second... I'm going to give you two, paragraphs two and three. A report in French publication, Le Telegram, as translated by gamesindustry.biz, states that as the first wave of legal proceedings brought by workers' union Saldares information video begin this month, Ubisoft has done minimal work to improve its culture for one many of those accused still have jobs at the company such as uh, Nado, or Nadio studio lead uh, about who Solaris published 10 testimonials relating to bullying and abusive behavior towards in- employees uh, that person is still at the video or still the managing director according to the studio's website another person remaining despite allegations is former Singapore head uh, Hughes uh, Ricor, who Kotaku reported has taken has was taken down from his role following an audit in the wake of allegations his LinkedIn profile indicates that he did not leave his role in Singapore until February, three months after Kotaku's report, and who LinkedIn now says uh, has a role as a production intelligence director in Ubisoft's Paris headquarters. So again, and Rebecca goes on like this. And she's, you know, citing the telegram, similar to telegram reports, nothing has changed. Yet in Ubisoft Canada, there's more names, there's more people. Like all this dirty fucking laundry came out yesterday that all these people that are were identified as this this guy's a problem, this person's a problem, are still there. Maybe it's like, you know, you're just move- it's like the cup and ball trick. You're moving people around in different things, but you're in so they're not in the position that got them in trouble or whatever, but this, that, and the other.
2: Yes, yeah, like I, I said, they 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 it's like, how can we how can we do the bare minimum while being seen to be doing the most we can do. And it's, and it's, it's all PR. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's all, it's all image. Um, and again, at the end of the data, the truth will always come out. I was bullied and picked on quite badly as a young games journalist. And like decades later, I still think about it. And that shit follows you around for life. Like it's really deeply traumatic and it's fucking unacceptable. And when this kind of stuff happens, there needs to be a zero Tolerance policy. But again, there will always be favorite people. There will always be people. Oh, this person's really valuable to the company. They've been here for a long time. They know where all the bodies are buried. Good enough, Craig.
0: Number seven on the Roper Report Are we about to get a Steam handheld? This is Jordan Allman over at IGN.com. Valve could be working on a handheld Steam console called SteamPal. The rumors arrived thanks to a set of strings found in recent Steam client updates, which were found by Pavel uh, Jundik, uh, creator of SteamDB. According to Jundik, uh references to a quote Neptune games collection were first found in the September update, and more references to Neptune, parentheses, which could be the console's code name, have been found in the latest beta client uh, relating to potential controller under relating to a potential a potential controller under the title Steam Pal slash Neptune name and a games list called Steam Pal Games slash uh, Gamelist underscore view underscore Neptune games. Jundik adds that separate references to a quick access and power menu have also been found in recent updates, which could also relate to the front end of the rumored Neptune project. The system settings mentioned in the update include an airplane mode, which seemed to point to a portable machine of some kind. The Steam database Twitter account also pointed towards a recent interview with Valve's president, Gabe Newell. When asked about whether Steam would be bringing any of its games to console, Newell said, quote, you will get a better idea of that by the end of this year, end quote. While some took this to mean that Valve could port its games to existing consoles, it's possible he was referencing the Steam Pal. Of course, as with all updates of this kind, this could represent behind-the-scenes testing for a product that never actually sees release, parentheses, uh, Valve has a long history there, or could simply be for something else entirely. This shouldn't be taken as a guarantee of a new product coming soon. We've contacted Valve for a comment. Gary Whitta, you are a huge PC dork. Would you be excited for a Steam handheld?
2: Yes, maybe I don't know. Valve is a Valve is a brilliant company, one of my favorite companies in games, and I think Gabe is one of the smartest people in games. Um, They don't have the best track record with hardware. The Steam controller, eh? Nobody really liked it. Uh, The little Steam Link box—they ended up selling that for like five bucks or ten bucks or whatever on Steam because they were piling up in their warehouses. The uh, the VR headsets um, uh, are good. The the index is terrific. Uh, Remember Steam Box? Remember when no. they tried to make their own their own steel yeah, court cool. now you oh, don't yeah, yeah, no, you know no. when, when they were just, like yeah we're gonna yeah, make just pcs or point. whatever but then they were like oh, they, any, they tried, any to, any PC little, PC they tried to make these little they tried to make these little console form factor pcs that ran yeah, steam yeah. os and they were like kind of pc gaming consoles that never took off so they don't have the best um uh track record, uh, track record when it Harvard. comes to this but we are, the interesting thing is, we are now seeing more of the, we're kind of seeing like more handheld gaming coming in through the back door, through xCloud, Game Pass, Stadia. You know, you're playing these games on your phone with a little clip on controller or whatever. I don't know if you saw the cool thing they're doing with the Microsoft um, Surface Duo now, where you flip it open, it basically turns it into like a, like a DS but for PC what games that you That's can great. oh, it's really, really cool. Um, so we are now seeing this kind of stuff happening. There's always limitations, certain PC games, certainly ones that, you know, rely on mouse and keyboard rather than, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, thumbstick controls are always going to be problematic. Anything with typical kind of stick controls, console controls is going to be okay. I would, I, I, I would be interested to see it. Yes. I know how excited I would be or like how likely it is to be a success, but valve obviously has the resources to try something. Let's give it a yeah. try. I, I'd be in, I, 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 I wouldn't say excited, but I'd be interested to see what it's like.
0: As you know, I think PC gaming is applied on this industry, applied on this world. I will buy this thing day fucking one. I'd be so stoked to have a little uh, Steam, whatever, handheld. Maybe it's not you even You can do your taxes I, on the go. You could run I'm those dude, Excel spreadsheets where you, you like. I've been playing sweeper left and right. You kidding me? But no, like I, I, I would love that. I would, I would really dig that. And I think it'd be cool actually too if they were thinking about it, if they were trying to figure out how to make it um, like a Switch, where there, you know there is an output to a TV or whatever. However, and I, I'm interested to see how they figure out you know controller schemes for it and how, what it would actually be to be handheld. I know so many games are clicking heads as the nitro rifle would say uh but i think it's cool i hope they are doing i think that'd be cool i think it'd be a nice way to uh, get steam uh, you should look into
2: this duo thing they i don't know why you haven't covered it yet because it's interesting they just been talking about it yesterday so the microsoft surface duo is kind of like a console that like you know it's like a little handout that flips open like that think of a ds with two big screens and so you've got your xbox game or you know pc game whatever you've got on game pass x cloud whatever Um, i'm here on games radar
0: surface duo is basically xbox the bottom screen basically becomes
2: your touch controls it actually looks really interesting. I'm trying to get my hands on one.
0: It's all touch screen though.
2: But that's the thing though. there's no physical controls.
0: Yeah. I think I it would back. be interesting. Oh, see,
2: I think Mike see Microsoft should get into this business. Let's 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 do a little handheld uh surface game, could call it surface game or surface um xbox or whatever you want to call it have it be like that flip it open but let's actually have it be more like a ds or like physical controls underneath and you don't have to have any you don't really have, to have any real compute power in the actual device because it's all for streaming this is this is really meant to be for uh,
0: xcloud stuff I think it could be really interesting We'll keep our eyes peeled, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, final one is a short one, number eight on the Roper Report. Knockout City has hit two million players. Uh, they tweeted, welcome Knockout City, population you, well you, and two million of your friends. Uh, of course, if you haven't joined the block party, free trial. Why the heck not? Knockout City is available free to try right now. Uh, of course, us at Kind of Funny, our big Knockout City fans, we're enjoying it quite a bit. And on Friday, we're playing the devs on twitch.tv slash Games at noon. If we win, the Kind of Funny logo is in Knockout City. If we lose, we have to donate to charity. So there you go. That's the rules. That's what's happening. All right, Gary, have you hit Up and Knockout City yet?
2: I did. I played it some over the weekend. I've been trying to get my kid into it, and strangely, she's not been that bothered by it. Um, But I got into it. I played a little bit over the weekend uh, on the Xbox. And I will say this. It is the most fun game it, it's the game i'm currently enjoying the most that i'm also the worst at i'm really yeah. really bad at it yeah. and it's actually yeah. it's actually causing a little bit a little bit of ptsd for me because it's taken me all the way back to my school yeah, i was a really skinny unathletic kid in school and i was always the kid that was like picked last like i remember like at the very end when you remember when like kids were picking the two team oh, characters sure. were picked teams and the you athletic kids at the very end yeah Gary. well yeah okay we'll take winner. he's the only one we'll left stay in the back um and then I would get dodged, you know, I just like dodgeballed in the face and knocked out immediately. And so this game's kind of bringing back some of those memories for me. So I'm struggling a little bit with it. I'm not very good at it, but I will say this. I've been saying this on the X-Cast now for the last few weeks as we've been talking about Knockout City. I've been saying, I think if they get the formula right here, like Fortnite meets Splatoon, whatever you want to call it, with that formula, if they get that formula right, EA can have a really, really big hit on its hands. And it's too early to say, but based on what I played, I'm kind of doubling down on that. I feel like Knockout City could go on to be a big hit, really popular game. What do you think?
0: I hope so. I'm having a great time with it. Uh, I think it's a lot of fun. I think it was really smart the, for this, uh, you know, free weekend they did. And then it's also, you know, exactly what we've talked about and what you said for so long, right? Their second tweet if you on this thread, right? With cross-play and cross-progression on PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PS5, and Xbox, <laughs> X, like... It's all there. It's right there. Again, it's free until the thirtieth. Like just in the entire game to jump in and play. Let alone be on Game Pass. Like I really like it. The thing about it is, like, I think it it gives me big Calling All Cars vibes from the PS3, which I really enjoyed. But what I mean by that is, oh, it's geez, a lot of fun. A, that's a trip down memory lane. I'm old. It's it's a lot of fun. But and I don't mean it as an insult. It's basic. Like I feel like it's one of those games that we're all having fun right now. But I don't. I they need to keep that fresh. And I think they can obviously they have their own little uh, you know store that cycles through and you can uh, you know you're i have w- been earning enough currency to buy stuff that i'm not like using real money on it and things like that but like it's going to be we need new maps we need new modes we need like a reason to sign on uh, league play is starting what in like, two days I, I didn't sign on yesterday i forget what the things at right now i, I don't but know, actually if, I I actually don't
2: know if i would call, call it again. Like, i only played it for a few hours over the weekend but i got you know I, I got a sense just from like watching and observing all the different ways that i was getting fucking dunked on and schooled on by other players play the people that have been playing it you know for a few days like before i got to it or in the beta the the people that have already started to figure out the meta because there is a meta there the, I, I it's like it's it seems simple on the surface but I do think the way that the games designed and the maps are designed seems to that there is that there is depth to it if you like like there's a way to be really Ooh, good yeah. at this game basically oh no no oh, no no, yeah.
0: no for sure like we yeah me and Barrett were out there clowning people out yeah. all weekend and then when I went to Mike he and played with him like he was using a different strategy that I started incorporating like there's a whole meta to it and a whole bunch of stuff Naga City's great I yeah. love Naga City I can't wait to get back to it and really play polished too today, I love the aesthetic, game of the year the,
2: so the music, the sound, the graphics, it just has a really polished look to it that I like a lot.
0: Barrett says multiplayer game of the year so far. But what I want to know, Gary, oh, is I can't wait to see how Knockout City will evolve and change over the rest of the year. But that's so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the Mama Grab shops, where would I go?
2: The official list of upcoming software on each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday. <laughs> yeah why was out. why was uh listed the word i got
0: tripped up on that time? we're having a good Who conversation knows. then you gotta go to the script it sucks out today king of seas on playstation 4 xbox one switch and pc uh shin Megami tensei 3 nocturne hd remaster playstation 4 switch and pc capcom arcade stadium ps4 xbox one and pc saints row the third remastered ps5 xbox series uh <laughs> eric on pc wraith on the oblivion afterlife on pc bio mutant ps4 xbox One. One and PC. Uh, Man Eater comes to Switch and PC. Uh, very, very Valet Switch. Uh, Strangeland PC. Red Dead Online players can now compete in eight new races across the frontier by riding into this week's featured series. Uh, City of Ghosts, the sequel size DLC to the Cyberpunk Taxi Noir hit Cloud Punk, is out today. And then the headliner spotlight update for Fuser is now live, giving players the chance to DJ as the headline act on the Diamond Stage, where 250 plus friends and fans can watch them play in real time. The free update from developer Harmonix Music Systems uh, includes new social features, the launch of the Diamond Shop, and a rebalanced reward economy and more. New dates for you. Axiom Verge 2 has been pushed to Q3 2021, and then Virtua Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown will launch worldwide as a PlayStation 4 digital exclusive. Remade for a new generation of fighting game fans as part of Sega's 60th anniversary project, the definitive edition of the fifth installment of Sega's iconic Virtua Fighter series enters the ring June 1st, 2021. Gary, we ask people watching, live, all the time, to go to kindofunnycom slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up. Uh, Borders in double zero says, Gary, tons of people love the Steam controller. There are tons of settings tweaks out there. The issue is Valve does not, this isn't a you're wrong, this is editorializing.
2: Don't- I mean, all I know is Valve was basically given it away by the end.
0: You're not wrong frankfurter comes in and says jeff grubb confirmed that square enix is working on a guardians of the game galaxy video game as to what it is we still don't know i we've been saying that for years that's not news don't just because jeff grubb says something that everybody knew for a long time doesn't mean it's suddenly. yeah in. come on uh ken poe says uh dead by daylight cross resident evil chapter releases uh june 15th so you got that going for you that happened while we were alive and then there you go Uh, It's time to squad up. This is where one of you writes in uh, with your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help in a video game. I read here, the best friends come and find you and everybody has a good time. Today, Frank Furter writes in with a different kind of one. It's a happy birthday to the one and only nanobiologist. Good morning, kind of funny best friends. I know some of you out there know, but for those who don't, it is the nanobiologist's birthday today. Mick, I wanted to wish you a very happy birthday. You embody everything that this community is. Thoughtful, sometimes witty, and above all else, kind. For the sake of keeping this short, I hope you have the greatest of days and can't wait to party with you, you old fuck. Uh, at around 8 p.m. Eastern Time or whenever his dinner ends, he will be streaming on his own Twitch channel at The Nanobiologist. So stop on by and give the man some sweet, nasty love because he deserves it. Or at least today he deserves it. Of course, The Nanobiologist, one of our dedicated mods and dedicated you're wronger here on the show. Happy birthday, The Nanobiologist. Yes, a- happy
2: birthday. He shows up in my Twitch channel from time to time as well. Yeah, happy if
0: you're him. somehow tangentially related to Kind of Funny, uh, The Nanobiologist shows up in your Twitch channel and helps out. Uh, mix a great guy Uh, tomorrow two more great guys are hosting the show you're going to get Blessing and Tim then Thursday Blessing and Tim again and then Friday me and Blessing but I might move that because of the Knockout City thing so I might just say hey Blessing do the show on your own coward or probably just get him Andy or somebody like that but we'll see Uh, if you're watching live on Twitch right now ladies and gentlemen guess what it's time for some 80s action in the war zone. Mike, Andy, and Nick are using those diehard skins and the Rambo skins and getting out there and shooting some stuff. If you're listening later and want to catch that stream, you can go to youtube.com slash plays where we upload all of our stream archives from our daily stuff. Uh, if you would like to hear more of me and Gary, we're going over to patreon.com slash games where, of course, you can get this show ad free. You can write in to be part of the show, but right now you could get us getting the post show on. However, if you don't want to do that, youtube.com slash kind of funny games, Podcast services around the globe. Gary, there was an energy to today's show. I liked it. it. I enjoyed talking about Sonic and you know, all that stuff with it. It was fun. Jeff Gr- Jeffy Grubgrub in the chat right now. Uh, he says, Guardians of the Galaxy News. We knew this. Is there more to it? We already, I'll look yeah. into this, Jeff. But we knew this. This was already a rumor. You don't get to come in here like Christopher Columbus and be like, "Listen, I know you all knew about America, but boom, now I found America." Yeah. We all knew about. It. Come on, you old For years, fuck. A- yeah, old fuck Jeffy Grub. Grub, ladies and gentlemen, we got a post show to do where we might talk about Jeff Grub. Until then, it's been our pleasure to serve you.